Well, good morning and welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Irv Rish, and today is another beautiful day. It's going to be another beautiful day. This is my favorite time of the day, though. I get up early in the morning and the sun is just starting to, well, it isn't even started yet. <laughs> it's still dark out yet. Yeah, but this is still a beautiful time of the day. It's cool in the morning. Uh, right now, it's uh, it's actually pretty nice in the house, but it's cool outside. And I like these mornings during the summer. Uh, it's kind of a refreshing time, too. Well, today, uh, as we get into our, our lesson here, uh Bible, put it that way. The reading of the scripture is so important, uh, and the study of the scripture is so important in our lives. Uh, as Christians, we uh, we need to feed on the Word of God. Is what we need to do. Well, what you're looking at today is my wallpaper. It came up, and it's a bunch of boats off the coast uh, of an island uh, by Africa, and. Uh, uh, let's just kind of take a look at it real quick here. Here's what it has to say about it anyway. Whatever floats your boat, these turquoise waters are lapping the sands of Montchoisy Beach in Mauritius, an island nation off the southeastern coast of Africa. It's a popular spot for locals and tourists to swim, enjoy the sun, or head out in one of these boats to catch some fish. The island has a unique cultural history. Most scholars believe it was known to Arab seafarers by the 10th century, but it remained uninhabited until Portuguese sailors established a base on the island in the early 1500s. Mauritius was later colonized in succession by the Netherlands, France, and Great Britain before gaining independence in 1968. Over the years, Mauritius has evolved from a low-income economy based mostly on sugarcane, still one of its biggest exports, to a more diverse one that includes tourism, clothing production, and technology. I found it kind of interesting. Uh, I hope you did too. Uh, I get a little history, a little uh, geography, uh, and then a little bit of Bible in a moment. Uh, it's a good thing. I guess I can delete that to take off that tab. Well, this morning kind of goes along with what I talked about yesterday when I was talking about uh, uh, the Lord uh, in... Uh, Philippians uh, chapter 2. Uh, but today, I, you know, I've, I always like the book of Hebrews. Uh, and even though I'm not Jewish, uh, and I know the book was wrote to those that were of the Jewish faith uh, and believe, but still, my roots are in the Jewish faith also. Uh, because uh, they were the ones that were given the oracles of God. And they were the ones that uh, uh, was chosen by God to be a peculiar people. Uh, and uh, they're referred to in the Old Testament many times as God's uh, chosen people and also uh, his earthly uh, people. Uh, but now God is calling out... Uh, Jews and Gentiles alike, 
Well, what I think I like about the book of Hebrews is the fact that uh, it talks so much about our Lord Jesus Christ. And it even starts off uh, talking about the, the supremacy of God's Son. You know, it says, Long ago and many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. Now remember, this is being addressed to the Jews. And what this is saying is that if you go back to the Old Testament, to the books of the prophets, and to the fathers of the nations, uh, Father Abraham and uh, Isaac and Jacob, uh, the 12 tribes of uh, Israel, and through them, God was speaking. Uh, and uh, even by Moses, God had spoke. But it says, in, in many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers, those that were before us, by the prophets. But in these last days, and we are living in the last days ever since Christ was here on earth. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things. Remember last time we said all things were made for him and you know, by him and that uh, everything was to his glory. Uh, through whom also he had declared the world, uh, had created the world. You know, Christ is the creator. That's what it's saying. He is the radiance of the glory of God. Uh, he is the exact imprint of his nature. Everything we see in Christ is of God. If we're looking at Christ, we're looking at God. Uh, and he upholds the whole universe by the words of his power. You know, that's who Jesus Christ really is. You know, after making purification for sins, after he went to the cross of Calvary, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as such superior to angels as the name, as a name, as the name, he has inherited the most excellent than theirs. He is so much higher than everybody else and everything. For to which of the angels did God ever say, and this is right out of the book of Psalms, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, uh, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he said, let all God's angels worship. You know, everything, everybody. Uh, in, as I said last, uh, last podcast, every knee will bow and every uh, lips, every mouth will confess that Jesus Christ is God to the glory of the Father. Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he said, he maketh his angels winds and ministers of flames of fire. But of the Son, he says, O oh, your throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of 
uprightness, uh, or righteousness, if you want to put it that way, is the scepter of your kingdom. You have uh, loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you are Lord. Uh, you, Lord, laid the foundations of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the works of your hands. There they will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like robes, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. And to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? You know, all these are all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are inheriting salvation. You know, the angels are, they're ministering to us, you know, and they're ministering to the Lord when he was here on earth. We know that when he was taken into the wilderness and was tempted by the devil, afterwards uh, the angels appeared to him and comforted him. You know, God became a man when he came to the earth. And you know what it talks about up here? Let me go back. Because uh, there's always been controversy on this about uh, the, uh, you are my son, today I have begotten you. That, that Christ was born. That he was the firstborn, it says here. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he said, let all God's angels worship. You know, the reason that God had to become a man is because we uh, we cannot see God. We cannot understand God uh, because he's so far above us. So he took on the form of a man, the Lord Jesus Christ. He was holy man and holy God at the same time. You know, we can't even comprehend that. Uh, the the scripture is trying to explain this to us, but it's so hard for us to grasp it, that who Jesus Christ really was. He was the expressed image. Let's see, let me find it here. Uh, right here it says here, after making purification for sin, he sat down at the majesty on high having become much superior to the angels and a name uh, that has inherited is excellent, more excellent than theirs. Uh, let me find it here. I, you know, we read through these scriptures. Uh, missed it here, if I can find it here. Now that it was up here for Somehow or other, I haven't seen it. Okay, he is the radiance 
of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the words of God. So you can see who Jesus Christ is. In the Gospel of John, it says, And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of truth. Yes, Jesus Christ is so much higher than the angels. He's so much higher than everything else. You know, as we go into the next uh, chapter, uh, he warns uh, against neglecting salvation the foundation of salvation. You know, I love Hebrews. I really do. It is such a wonderful book. It says, and again, behold, and I, the children of God, have given me. Ah, well, let me just take it in context here. I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children of God have given me. Uh, This is the Lord. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same thing, that through death he might destroy the one who had the power of death. That was Satan. That is the devil and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. Surely it is not angels that he helped, but he helped the offspring of Abraham. Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers. And it's speaking of the Jews here, but it's also, uh, I'll just remind you later. Uh, in everything, in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest, the servant of God, to make propitiation, in other words, a substitutional uh, sacrifice for the sins of the people. For because of himself he suffered when tempted, he was able to help those who are being tempted. So, you know, he was the firstborn. He was the first one to come into the world to save sinners. Let's just look at, uh, before I close here, the warning against neglecting salvation. This is so important. Therefore, we must pay close attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away. For since the message declared by angels provides to be reliable, and even transgression and disobedience receives a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? You know, God is offering us a salvation. Don't neglect it. It was declared at first by the Lord and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. And then we look at the the foundation of salvation. 
for it was not to angels that God subjected the worlds to come, uh, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere. What is man that you are mindful of him? This is right out of the Psalms again. Or the son of man that you care for him. You make him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now in putting everything under subjection to him, he left nothing outside of his control. Speaking of Christ, at present we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the sufferings of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. He died. Spiritually, he died, too. The Father turned his back on him. He was on the cross because he bore our sin. For it was fitting that he for whom and by whom all things existed, the creator of all things, God Almighty, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founders of their salvation perfect through suffering. You know, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Christ's blood had to be shed. For he who sacrificed and those who are uh, sanctified, I'm sorry, for those who sanctified and those who are sanctified, all things, one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers saying, I will tell of your name to my In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, and I and the children God has given. This is speaking of Christ singing praises to God the Father. And we as children of God singing to God the Father. Since therefore the children's sake, in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook, partook of the same thing, that through death he might destroy the one who had the power. And we know it was the devil, and it says right here it was the devil, and delivered all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. We were slaves, but we were now set free. We have been redeemed. Bless his precious, precious name. Well, I'm going to close podcast. I, I love reading scripture. I love enjoying the word of God. And I hope you enjoy it as we just take a little look at who our Lord and Savior really is. He's so far above everybody else. Well, you know, as I usually end my podcast, you can find God. He's out here. You know, you can find him. Just open up your Bible. Read it. Just think of what we just read this morning, this little bit, and how blessed we were by finding out who Jesus Christ really is. Well, I'm going to end my podcast. Uh, 
Have a great day, and the Lord bless. Till we meet again, till next time, for now.